Welcome back to episode 239 of the FPL Surgery Podcast. We're recording. It's the 1st of February, 2022. It's about eight in the afternoon uh, or eight in the evening, rather. Um, and yeah, it's the middle of the longest game week I've ever known. And we've got quite a bit to get through, even though we might not have all the information yet. And the game week's not even finished. Um, so we are recording ahead of that Watford game, the second one of the double game week against Burnley. And we've got two guests today. And I almost feel like I don't need to introduce them, but I will. Um, so the, the first guest, and he's a guest, honestly, every week on Twitter, we get requests, where's Stefan? Where's Stefan? Um, it's, of course, Stefan Hogsrad. How's it going, Stefan? Well, it's going fine, but uh, the weather outside is quite frightful. <laughs> Are you going <laughs> to sing? Of... <laughs> yeah. no. uh, there's a lot of snow here in Norway. Snow and ice, ice and snow. So it's good to come in inside and do a short podcast with you. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. And yes, isn't, isn't it always like that in Norway, though? Yeah, maybe during the Premier League season, but in the summer <laughs> we have some some, some better weather. Um, and how how's your season been going? Obviously, you've been on a couple of times already this season. Uh, I think maybe just once. I had the game week one, uh, if I'm correct. I feel like you've been on twice. <laughs> maybe I am. Um, uh, maybe someone's not. got a bad memory. I, I, I've <laughs> had COVID recently, so maybe maybe my memory's gone there. <laughs> I think I've been on just once, but my season is. I, I kind of realized that I do make more mistakes when I run bad. So with bad luck comes more mistakes, and I definitely make made a, a few mistakes this season. I just have to get rid of and uh, trust trust the long uh, long term and trust that good transfers and good decisions will pay and pay uh, with a good rank in the end and this year have been stressing too much and i've not handled this uh wait with the transfers right up till the deadline that well I, i'm more of a guy that should do my transfers friday night and wake up saturday morning and just chill until the deadline and with all this there's so much fake rumors this season as well. Every every time 10 minutes before the deadline, something pops up, whether it's true or not. Mostly it's not true, but it starts to play with your head. And uh, a few late hits uh, this, this season, which has been really bad. And uh, uh, it, it's it's uh, I'm, I'm at 60K, so it's not terrible, but it should have been better. Yeah, no, you're, you're still doing really, really well. And... I guess that maybe the reason I thought you'd been on the pod more than once is because on my wild card, I kept messaging you constantly um, asking, asking for yeah. your help and you did help. And the, my wild card went really well. So <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why yeah. I thought you'd been on more than once. Yeah, that might, that might be it. That yeah. might be it. <laughs> Brilliant. And so we've got another guest um, today or, or only staying very shortly though, I, I believe. And well, it's the Iceman. Hi there, James. How's it going? Right. Yeah. Come well, how are you? I'm good. I feel like I shouldn't be hosting with you guys on. I feel no, like I should be the one just relaxing. I'm just going to sit back, do nothing. Like we said on the Patreon, yeah. well, I'm just going to sit here, let you do all the work. I'll answer the simple, basic questions, reel off a couple of stats, and then I'm off. Is that, that's my job. <laughs> I reckon you might end up staying longer than you think. I think oh, you'll get into it and yeah. start missing it. So, so, so we do have some stats for us, James. Oh, I don't know. I just, pull off, uh, just put them off the internet, mate. You just quick Google. Well, that's what you do. <laughs> Not so stored you, in my head. So you get them all from Fantasy Football Hub and use the, the code in the <laughs> description. Yeah, use that code. Make sure you sign up. FantasyFootballHub.co.uk. Get on there. Uh, um, how's things been going with you and with FPL? Yeah, um, things are going well. Uh, I'm currently living in uh, Devon, North Devon, and... Uh, 
My FPL's not going too badly. 37k, I think. Yeah, 37k at the moment. Gone down recently, but um, yeah, going all right. I've got King Captain. I have got down. I brought in Dennis for Antonio, but you know, I'm jumping ahead of where you were going to ask about your team. But yeah, King Captain is my my last uh, play, so hopefully I'll go up even further. Maybe I won't ask about the teams. Maybe I'll mix it up. Just mm. so <laughs> do you. Yeah, yeah. Also, your rank's really good again. You sound really dismissive of it. I can understand with Stefan because he came, what, 100 and whatever it was last year, 150th? Yeah. Um, but obviously, this is, you know, compared to last season. Yeah, true, compared to last season. <laughs> but, I mean, like, me and you were, were going all the way up, weren't we? I think I was, uh, where was I? I can't remember how far I got up to. Um, 10k no i think actually i think the furthest i got to was uh, 30k i'm dreaming ahead. no 25k i was up to and then i've just gone down the last few weeks and it's just a bit like ugh. yeah okay, but i want to start moving up yeah nice well should we get into our the game week i want to say the game week just gone but it's not even the game week just gone it's the the game week that's happening now yeah. um but just um stefan do you, what were your transfers going into the game week um and more importantly who was your captain now the, the watford guys yeah, uh, I, I was sweating this game account and I was sweating the news on the double game weeks and I figured uh, we might get some double game weeks here and there. Maybe I was going to play my wild card. Maybe it was time to do a free hit. I wasn't sure, so I was pretty relieved when there was only the one double game week fixture. And uh, for me, without any Watford players, without any Burnley players and with one free transfer and with Tony in my team, I, I sort of like Tony. He, he was getting... Uh, he was becoming better each game after a few bad games around COVID. But uh, so I sort of regrettably sold Tony, but uh, I think I had to do it with no more double game mix for him. And uh, I was never in doubt on bringing in King. I never fancied Dennis that much. It's just what? it feels like he's gotten gotten a lot of, from nothing really, and his uh, his minutes didn't look to be as secure as King's. And uh, it was quite obvious that he, someone was not very happy with him not going to Afghan. Maybe he was pissed himself and took it out on the field. Or I, I saw that uh, he he got some uh, juju or something on it, yeah. some curse. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> and, yeah, and people were. Uh, you believe in all these rumors stuff because of the curse. <laughs> You you are. I was re- you're, I was you're, the- you're saying about these rumors and you're believing them and you're going, okay, they must be true. No, dude, uh, what the no, hell is this? It, 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 it. It, it, uh, it was after the fact, fact of course. But, uh, uh, I was never in doubt with bringing in King, and of course that was lucky. But so far the returns hasn't been that different. He can still miss a penalty against Burnley, and he's stuck at two points. So so who knows? But I got King captain and rest of the team. Blanks except for Jota and his assist. So oh. it's pretty much a week like everyone else, I think. Yeah. Uh, if you got some Arsenal defenders, you did well this game week. If not, you didn't do well. You got Fernandez, didn't you? You got Bruno. Yeah, yeah. yeah and week. Ronaldo. Yeah, okay, that's why you can Yeah, yeah and that, that was a big climb as well, if you, if you had Bruno. Um, nice. James, what was your what was your game week like so far? Uh, someone thirty five at the moment got King left and um, Dennis not to play, uh, but yeah, King left uh, captain. 
So, uh, I, as I said, I made the move of um, Antonio to dance. I just thought, well, this, you may as well go for it. It's not a big deal. We've got pretty big squad now at the moment. I've got like a few good players come off my bit. I've just wildcarded recently um, for my first wildcard. So, I've got a pretty decent team. So, I was okay with it. And obviously now, maybe I'll, I'll remove. But, yeah, 35 uh, no hit, just one transfer, king captain to go. Yeah, well, at least we all had king captain. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I've am i had a bad yeah. week, 25 points so far, but I've got king captain at least. My transfer, I mean, I'm not, I almost rolled it, but I had Pookie to Dennis and it just got too tempting as the deadline got nearer because I guess in the last couple of weeks, I've been stung by not captaining Bowen. I've been stung by not owning Bruno. So maybe I went for Dennis because of an EO thing, which obviously I'd like to try and avoid, but, I didn't feel great about starting Pookie either. Um, obviously, he picked up five points, so it was a net. I've lost six points basically, <laughs> and, and wasted a precious transfer. Now, I see a lot of people saying this. I just think it's just wrong. Like you, you're going to play, you're going to play the game in front of you. Like regretting the the transfer from Pookie. To, you say you've lost. Like you've done the transfer. It's gone. That's it. That's the end of it. But. If Dennis would have scored like anything or done at all well, and even this game, there'll be a lot of regrets of not doing it. So it's just like you've got to go for what's in front of you. And they've got a double game week. He's been doing quite well, having both of them. I don't see a problem in it. And the people that have moaned that they brought him in, like me, and captained him. A lot of people captained him, obviously. I think it's still a justified decision. So Yeah, no, I, can ju- I can justify the decision. It just felt like a 50-50 decision, though. If, uh, to be honest, and I said this for the for the game week, and I, I've been stung by I've been too aggressive around these double game weeks, and I've sort of lost the plot from my usual game where I'm taking hits now where I shouldn't. So for me, I had a sort of a realization that I need to get back to the basics. And for me, I, I never recommended anyone to bring in the double Watford. I figured if you have one, you have the captain. That's okay. And the next one, yeah, you have a double game week, but you're you're booking another transfer out later on and double. I think Watford had scored eight times in ten games or something. It's like you're you're asking for for a lot of these guys and you're stuck with two of them now, James. And I'm not sure that is a good good solution. As, as I mentioned so. on our Patreon podcast, uh, Dennis has got like. Uh, what was it? Four double-digit returns this season. How many do you think like Ronaldo's got? Uh, he's got four as well, I think. I know he's got. Yeah, yeah, he's got four. And then Antonio's only got like three. You just think, well, he, you know, he may get another double-digit return. There's not anyone else who's a forward that is getting many returns. It's not like you're missing out on much. Like, you know, he can still potentially score. He's still got. Um, more games to go in, hasn't he? Is he um, so you could even get another double. Yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah, think yeah. you're going to be missing out much. I think the risk was worth it. And uh, I, I, you know, people going for the double up, I, I think it's okay. It's a good point you make there, actually. So, so something I used to justify it was there were some rumours, and I don't know if the rumours are that strong anymore, that Watford might have another double in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I use that to justify it as well. and. I like, I like the stuff you said, Stefan, about Watford not scoring many, but obviously I had Pookie. So, I mean, Norwich, yeah. well, until that game, they weren't scoring many either. Um, and I actually didn't realise how many blanks Pookie had had in a row. I think just 
when I've had him come off my bench and he's scored, I've been like, yes. And I, so I've been happy with him, but he's just, he's doing nothing either. Um, but I don't feel, I wouldn't feel happy having Pookie either. Like it was just, it was, I don't know. It was just a move. I just, I look back on it and I think maybe I didn't need to do that, but I did. And I mean, yeah, we, we move on. We move on. <laughs> it's not, it's not the worst. It's not the worst thing, but it's something to to keep in mind as pretty much every game week from now until the end of the season will be like, there's some rumors about some double game weeks that are about to be released. It will pretty much happen every single game week now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought the triple Everton shenanigans <laughs> before <laughs> before they had the, the potential double-double, which turned out to be the, the single game and the single game yet again. No double the, the next time. So it's it's easy to get caught up in the, in the hype. And uh, maybe we should think twice before we go uh, on and get three Brighton players, although they could get a double game week also in 26, and we're, we're starting over again. Yeah, and then they have they the, the up, bring them in. And they've got the double-double. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure. they might have a double-double. So, so we're, back at, we're back at Everton. <laughs> we're back at Everton scenario. Brighton well, might have a double-double. Let's just take hits and bring them in. Well, maybe that's where we should start. I've just got to do a quick plug because I promised Betty Blanco I'd, I'd mention that there's a FPL Twitter charity match in Birmingham. So it's on the 28th of May, 2022. Um, I don't know why I've said 2022. It's this year. Um, it's, but they're calling it Game Week 39. <laughs> um, and it's for charity for Street Child United. Um, so if you just go to gw39northversussouth.co.uk, I'll retweet it on the FPL Surgery Twitter account as well. Um, and there's tickets as for tickets for sale. There are five for each. And like I said, all the proceeds go to charity. Um, so I think... My plan? My oh, plan? Sorry? Did I get invited to play in this? I don't think so, what, actually. Come on. Benny, what's going on? <laughs> you're, you're the bullied Send a few people in, around. Mate. I think you're too big, mate. Send them in. Bring me in. <laughs> I'll play for the South. <clears throat> All right. Well, speak speak to Benny, Benny Blanco. <laughs> speak to him. I'm sure he, I'm sure he might be able to squeeze you in. You never know. <laughs> but should we get on to the? So we mentioned we touched on the double game weeks there. So obviously we've got. It looks like there's going to be a normal game week coming up for 24, and then in 25 we've got double game week for Man United and Brighton. Obviously further fixtures could be added. I don't know if they will be, um, but that's how it stands. You know, at the time of recording. So. Stefan, should we start with you? And should we start with, let's start with Brighton, actually. Are there any Brighton assets that, that tempt you there? Uh, well, I got Sanchez in goal <clears throat> still. Mm. Uh, and I think he's, he's a decent option. It's it's annoying with him always conceding the one goal. And he, at least he's making some saves now and getting some bonus. So he has potential, but uh, the ships haven't fallen his way. So he, he's decent, but... The double game week now is Saturday, Tuesday, and last time around Potter did rotate quite a bit, so I'm, I'm fearful it will happen again. So I'm not sure who to recommend on Brighton, to be fair, but if they get this double-double announced and it's 100% sure, that 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 changes things a bit. Although I do like Trossard, he's okay, and if, if anyone, Trossard. Uh, Maybe Cucurella. He's. I was gonna say he's he seems getting, like he's getting he's getting forward at least, and he maybe doesn't have that much competition, so he could be could be one. Mope, I'm not sure we start both games. We did see Trossard didn't start both games last time around either, and that was even a longer turnaround, I think, if I remember correctly. 
that was a Friday, Tuesday, yeah, and this time it's a Saturday, Tuesday, so it's, uh, I would expect Potter to rotate yet again, and hence making Brighton attackers pretty much uh, stay away. See, with Cucurella, so I've got Cucurella, and obviously since he's joined the game, so it's game week four that he was added to the game, and he plays straight away. He has played every single game, and he seems so good on bonus points. I mean, even the games where he's not yeah. getting bonus points, he seems to be right up there in like one all draws, for example. Um, I think the one against Chelsea was really, really close to bonus. Yeah, so, I don't have anything to say against Cucurella. I think he's decent. And as I said, he might have lesser competition, so he might play both games. But Lamptey, he'd be one to avoid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's not going to play all the minutes, I think. No. So, uh, James, what about what about you? Uh, I've got Trossard, and obviously I'll keep him. And I've got Sanchez as well. And then I've uh, got, well, I've got De Gea and Ronaldo. So it's tempting on the bench boost, mate. I don't know. Uh, but <clears throat> I think the only one which is sparking up any attention is McAllister. And it's only probably because he's cheap and he has scored a couple of goals recently. When was that? Like about four game weeks ago? Yeah, four game weeks ago. But he hasn't really done anything else since. He got he got an assist uh, in the Chelsea game. But yeah, they're not really tempting. I'm a bit with Stefan on this. Obviously, I, I had Trossard for his double and then he got benched the, the second game, which was very frustrating, but he didn't end up getting anything. Um, no, I wouldn't be tempted by any of them, I don't think. Um, Dunk literally just coming back from injury, so maybe he's attempted just to go for, just to you know slot him in if you if you've got the 4.8. But I don't know, yeah, not really for me. No, it's made more complicated actually because I've got Sanchez and Cucurella, and I if, if Brighton didn't blank this week, I might be considering bringing in like um, Webster for example, and just having the I know it's three defenders, and I've done that before. But I would be tempted, but because they've got a blank this week, I don't think many people are going to be bringing him in. Mm, No, and and ahead of gaming 25, I guess we know if they're doubling 26. And if they Mm -hmm. do, of course, you can take a punt. That's that's completely fine with four games in two game weeks. Let's move on to Man United then. I think they're going to be a bit bit more more interesting, Um, even though, you know, their fixtures. I mean, both their fixtures look good, but Man United actually have a game this game week as well. The upcoming game week, which obviously helps things. Um, so again, if we if we come to you first of all, Stefan, um, do you have any? You've got two, haven't you? You've got Ronaldo and you've got Bruno as well. Yeah, I made a mistake of taking a hit for the injury in, injured Ronaldo, so I'm stuck with him, and I'm gonna be stuck with him because of the double game week for a while. And I'm on the lookout for some defensive cover. And I talk about cover because I don't have the gear. I won't have the gear because I have Sanchez. And the gear is pretty expensive starting to, to get as well. And so for me, I'm looking to buy a defender, I think, because I have uh, Alonso, which has a couple of blanks, Livermento injured, and the mighty Mike, Michael Keane, who, who might get his spot back now with Lampard. Maybe, maybe there's hope for him, but... Uh, Alonso needs to go, and I think a United defender in is the is the is the right move, I think. But it, it's it's tough to buy United defenders as well because I'm not sure any of them play any of them play both games. I, I do like the 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 fullbacks, but um maybe if Shaw is still injured, I go for uh, Telles. 
or else Dalot seems to have taken the spot from Fambisaka. But again, short turnaround. He might get one of the games, not both. And even Maguire were benched now. I think he was just benched, right, Maguire? Yeah, he, he was. Wasn't, like He was fit and on the bench. It's, it's interesting, actually, because I think we've got a very similar situation because I don't have enough defenders this week because I've got Liveramento, I've got Cucurella, and I've got Alonso. So I've been looking yeah. at a Man United defender as well, and I've had the same problem as you. Now, I was thinking Varane is probably the most nailed, um, <laughs> but you've got me a bit worried now you said that. <laughs> yeah, he, he might be the most nailed, but for me it's a, it's a solo situation because every plan that's made now and every transfer that's made will have to be made with... Uh, a thought in the back of the head that Salah needs to come back in. So if I do Telus at 5.0 or Dalot at even cheaper, I can get Salah back for Fernandes in one free transfer. So that will pretty much dictate me not going for the centre-backs. Except for Lindelof, he is cheap enough, but uh, I can't I can't <laughs> take that risk. And I think Varane is pretty boring. He, you see, uh, he doesn't seem to have a big goal threat. He's... Uh, has, hasn't picked up that many bonus points. No, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I was when I picked Cucurella a couple of weeks ago, there were rumours that the double game week this week was going to be United against Brighton, which it was. So I was torn between Cucurella and Varane. And yeah, there's yeah. not, I mean, there's not much goal threat with Varane. He did have a header though um, that went miles wide against West Ham. Um, <laughs> but I don't yeah. think that's a big enough reason to pick him. He got a couple of bonus points as well against... Uh... West Ham, so maybe he's not terrible at bonus, but he's terrible at staying fit as well because he's uh, he's been injured quite a while already this season. So I'm I'm not sure. It's not very exciting. I would be more excited by one of the fullbacks, but I'm not sure someone plays both games. But then again, I'm not sure I can pick anyone other than that. I think you pretty much have to try to get a defensive asset from United to at least get the same clean sheets points as the gear. I didn't realise how similar all three of our teams were until until we started recording, because obviously we've all got Sanchez. So we all might, so James, you might be looking at Man United cover as well. I'm not sure. I've got De Gea as well. Oh, you've got De Gea and Sanchez? Yeah. Oh, so oh. you should bench boost probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will go better than my um, one did. <laughs> yeah, but... I Maguire think, did, didn't. He, he did play the last game. He didn't play the game before. Well, he didn't start the game before, but he was injured dropped. or out before that. Yeah. So Maguire's probably your best bet there, to be honest. No, he know, was dropped for that game, though. I think. Yeah, he was, was dropped, he? and Lindelof yeah. was at home because his house got robbed, so he wasn't available to play the West Ham game. So who knows if Maguire would have played? Well, but he didn't play well, though. Game, but he didn't play the yep. Brentford game. Yeah. Right. Correct. And not the Villa game. I think he was on the bench for that so, as well. So, yeah, Villa or, or Wolves, yeah. Yep. But, yeah. yeah, it's difficult so think, for you. Obviously, um, Shaw has been said he's got some hamstring problems, but he could be back, so that's risky there. And then Wan-Bissaka just had an illness, so he, he'll be back as well. So, you know that those uh, fullbacks are going to get rotated, so I wouldn't even want to go there, to be honest. Like, is, it, is there any point in going there if you have to? Maybe not, and that's going to be a dilemma for a lot of people, especially those of us without De Gea, because there are other options as well. But I always remember something Stefan said last season on a pod we recorded, saying about, you know, you play optimally, but you were looking at, during a double game week, maybe this is why you've been taking hits for them. You were saying about looking to, you know, to get lucky um, by 
picking these double yeah. game week players. Yeah, I think it makes sense to bring in the United defender, but it's it's very tricky. And and it's at least for the people who have the Gea in goal and say either of Bruno or Ronaldo, I wouldn't go shopping for more defenders from United. I think in that case, uh, you're better off transferring Alonso out for someone else, I think, uh, because there there is a bit of uncertainty about United defense, who is going to play. But then again, in our situation, with no defensive coverage there, I think it's it makes sense. Like, uh, good fixtures as well. Southampton at home, Brighton at home. Both teams aren't scoring much, either Southampton yeah. or Brighton. And you get the Burnley fixture this week as well, which, you know, it's, it's not a bad fixture at all. So you get the two game weeks, at least from them. And then you've got Leeds and Watford, you know, if you end up keeping them a little bit longer. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm going to be on the fence about this, because who else would you even look at? Are there other teams you'd look at to target for this week? Uh, no, I think it's very... I don't think it's easy at all. I think it's pretty... Maybe Arsenal defender is back on the table, but they have the blanks again in 25 and 27. You can't buy them. I don't like the City defender. I've seen some wild card draft. I was, I haven't been on Twitter much, but I scrolled through a bit and I see a bunch of City assets in the wild cards or in the uh, transfer plans, trying to bring in some guy like Laporte or something or Diaz along with Cancelo. But I just don't feel it. I, I don't feel. Manchester City players are going to be good from this point and out. They are probably going to win the league, although it might it might be closer than it looks right now. But then again, Champions League starts up. Pep has enough players to be able to play um, his best team in Champions League and his almost best team in the Premier League. But they might be a little bit more sloppy. Uh, no double game weeks. I, I don't see... I don't. I can't justify transferring in Laporte for, for uh, or Diaz for Alonso this week. I just don't see it. Uh, maybe a guy like Digne. Maybe he 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 looks better. He seems to be a very has very leads. popular one at the moment, doesn't he? But yeah, has least this game week. Look at Digne. Yeah. What did, what did you say then, James? Look at Digne. Oh. Oh, you're just repeating Stefan's yeah. word. I wasn't sure well, what no, he was saying. I, I, I didn't know. It's the pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> Luca Dean. <laughs> Luca Dean. Yeah. He has the he has pretty good fixtures as well. So I, I could be uh, could be persuaded to buy him and not one of the United defenders. I guess a bit depending on any rumors about double gaming 26. Villa do have some games in hand. So and they have Leeds, Newcastle, Watford, Brighton, Southampton. You don't have a problem there in the in the short term, at least. Another thing I thought about because there's not that many options. You've obviously mentioned Dean. Another thing I thought about with Alonso was, and I mean this might sound ridiculous, is moving Alonso to Brandon Williams of Norwich. I I mean I don't expect them to keep a clean sheet, but you never know. It's at home home to Palace. Um, but the thing with that is then you're getting money out. So you're getting money out. You can sit him after this game week as a fifth defender. And then it might help someone get Salah back. Like in my situation, I'll be able to do Sterling to Salah, you know, whenever I wanted. If I went all the way down to someone like Williams. So, I, I mean, I don't know if you, that might. You need to go to that. 
you need to go that far down because that the, yeah. the thought appeals to me and I said it before I think every transfer now you have to keep in mind getting Salah back not for this game week maybe not for 25 but for 26 100% sure yeah I'd have to go as low as I'd have to go Brandon Williams deep um, but at least I'd then have 11 players for the game week you know whatever he gets is a, is a bonus I mean, you. I just don't think the Man United defense. I'm surprised that you're thinking about it, Stefan, because you know Brighton and Southampton. They have been doing pretty well recently. I'm just looking at their xG chart of the of the last six, and Brighton are above Arsenal. Uh, Southampton are just below Arsenal, above Leeds, you know, above uh, Villa, etc. So they're like sixth and eighth for. XG in the last six and they're doing well in terms of shots and it's like you you kind of know that each player that you choose is not going to play both games so it almost completely it's pointless isn't it like is it almost pointless thinking about it and then going for a player like Luka Dean where Villa's like on an uphill trajectory where you think well yeah he's also got some attacking stats he did really well in the last game he's come in he's played well he's got 12 points against Everton so it's like well surely that's more like um appealing to you they've got uh Leeds then Newcastle Watford Brighton Southampton so it's good got a good run as well I'm, I'm I am shocked that you're both going for a United one here when there are there are a few other options that you can go for and I do disagree with you on the um on the City defender, they are still playing well, and I still think that um, Diaz or, or Laporte, Laporte seems to be starting all games. Uh, I still think they're they're good options. I don't believe your your uh, reason of you have a feeling <laughs> that doesn't no, that doesn't play the, 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 the feel the feeling is uh, City will uh, will have more competitions now, so they they're not necessarily gonna. True. Not yeah, gonna, I, I do get that see them starting every game I think there will be more and even this season who would have thought that Diaz was going to be rotated on a couple of occasions five clean sheets in the last eight City yeah they're they're pretty good I think you have I think you have some good good arguments on United and and I'm not saying I will 100% buy an United defender there are problems and a guy like Dean might do the trick, and uh, you just have to pray and hope that the Gea doesn't return like twenty points. But why don't you? <laughs> even why are you though, not going for the Gea because you got Sanchez? Yeah, Sanchez and Guaita, and I, that's. Have you not got I enough have, money to go up from Guaita? Uh, uh, selling a double game keeper in Sanchez to buy the Gea, oh, it doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, no. and. And even and even locking up money that I need for Salah in one transfer, I, I'm not going to do that for sure. I'm just going to ride it out, and s- yeah. someday the guy will stop making 100 saves a game, and he will have one of those fluky Sanchez goals that just goes in and <laughs> concede one every game. Now, mate, points, points, points to the guy. Sanchez and Guaita they rotate really well I'm on on the same combo and I'm happy with it so I'd never move that to De Gea and spend spend more money and a transfer to do it I I, I find that a bit it's not improving my team at all I'm just taking money out that I could spend on Salah just to go back as well like we mentioned Luca Dean I think it's the lack of options that are making me consider United I mean Luca Dean obviously Villa are doing well Um, everyone loves Dean in FPL 
But the, I mean, the last time he scored a goal was against Lincoln City in what was it? Yeah, two, August 2019. That was the last goal he, that he scored. Last Premier League it's goal just he scored. The system which um, Gerard plays. Um, yeah, but he's he's not a goal scorer. I think people are talking about him like you know he's like Prime Alonso or he's Trent, and he's he's not. He's just a pretty good left back. Um, and he's cheap. And he's cheap, but he doesn't have a double yeah. like Im- immediately <laughs> unless things change. Yeah, it's good fixtures. Yeah, so. and he has he he does have he does have a few doubles coming up sometime. Mm. Uh, Burnley yeah. and Leeds, so. I think he's a coming back to the being too trigger happy on the double game weeks and just being blind blinded by the next game week. I think this could be, of course, another case where you go for the United defender. Uh, he gets one game out of the two. They concede a sloppy goal. He gets yellow, and you stand there with one point again after a double game week. And uh, Ding is the one you maybe want to have on the longer. Uh, Longer term, so I think yeah, uh, I c- I could be persuaded to to buy Dean and just ignore the United double game week. Yeah, do that. It, it might um, I do I do have to to go now, guys. I hate to love you and leave you, but um, I do have to shoot. Uh, it's been great being on. Uh, I listed a few stats, not as much as I wanted to. I probably <laughs> a bit more uh, prep than I actually should have, uh, but that's pretty standard. But nice to speak to you all, and I hope it's um, hope you enjoy the rest of the pod and up the pod. Yeah. Pod, James. Right. See you later. Yeah, see you, in a, see you in a bit, mate. Yeah. Right, so I guess we we'll go for the piss break there, and then when we come back, we we'll continue that conversation. Can you sing it? Actually, the music. <laughs> <laughs> at least the start of it. <laughs> I guess Stefan, we just continue where we where we were with that. Um, so th- thanks, James, obviously for joining us. Um, so it was interesting what you were saying about about Dean maybe going for them over a United defender. W- would you not worry though that I don't know? You you mentioned obviously before, and I'm quoting your one thing from last season where you said about you know looking to get lucky. But you know, would you feel a bit silly? Because I know I would. If if United did keep two clean sheets and you know Varane or Tellers played both games. And you've gone for Dean, where he gets like one or two points. Because yeah, odds but it's have not to like be in the favour of the United defenders. Yeah, but I think I, I think I did. Um, my comment was very much uh, regarding Antonio in a double game week, mm. in a situation where Antonio was going to play close to 180 minutes against two crappy teams, and I figured, ah, what the hell? I can just ride this one out. And this is we have the, the situations we're talking about now are more like, oh, Michael Keane, is he a good option? He, he might have a couple of doubles. And Diogo Dalot, rotation prone. Varane, okay, he, he might not be rotated, but still, it's not like we're talking about prime assets here. No. I do feel like transfers out waiting to happen. And I think that's why, why we're on the fence about it. Yeah, and I think the wild card, of course, will come into play here sometime. And I was looking at, <clears throat> I've been a keen follower of the 
of the COVID cases in in the UK <laughs> to to watch out for when when do we get to have no postponements anymore? And it it looked good for a while, but I see it it spikes now again. Maybe it's some slow reporting, but it looks like you had you guys had a spike recently yet again. Oh, maybe uh, to be honest, I try and. That. Ignore it. <laughs> yeah, ba- basically, yeah, I try and not look at it too much anymore. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the, the Premier League they had some rule changes as well that you now mm. need to have four players with COVID to be able to postpone. So I think the age of postponements, knock on wood, is pretty much gone. We might have the odd case here and there, especially with Burnley signing uh, <laughs> vaccine <laughs> skeptics in their team, <laughs> which no one else wants to have. But uh, um, I think I think the postponements are pretty much done. So I think we can start to plan more according to the games actually being played. So that plays in with the chips because I've been waiting to use the chips uh, until the whole COVID and postponement thing would settle because I felt it was pretty risky to to play our chips in anticipation of something happening when there was a huge uncertainty of those things actually happening, like the fixtures. Uh, but now it seems to be going better and the new rules. So I think maybe the wild card is not too far away. And that backs a player like maybe taking the United punt. But but talking about United punts, I think we have uh, ignored a whole lot of players that have either Ronaldo or Bruno or the Gea in goal and are looking for a third. Who would you buy if you were in that situation? Because I think that is interesting now with both Rashford and Sancho uh, presumably going to get more playing time. Yeah, that isn't. I find, see, I find it interesting. I was and I was looking at that. That the I think the difficulty for me and a lot of teams I see is you know people still have Jota. They've obviously got Bowen. They want to bring Salah in. Um, they might have yeah. Foden, for example. It's it's hard to know who to replace to to bring one of those guys in. Foden. Maybe, or are they two? Would you just, I think, should you stay at two United players in that kind of scenario? Or should you take the additional punt in defence? I think that's a tough one. Yeah, no, it is. Just it go is. With a couple? I think it's why I've been thinking about defenders and strikers more than the midfielders. Because I know what you said about City, but... I See, I've got three of them. I've got Sterling, I've got Foden, and I've got Cancelo, who obviously everyone has. And I yeah. don't feel I want to remove those players yet. Like Sterling's kind of my, he was my son placeholder. Now he's my, st- my Salah placeholder. Um, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't move Sterling to Bruno Fernandes? No, see, it, it would take me a hit to do that as well because if I haven't got much money in the bank. Um, oh, yeah, okay. It's a, it's a different stir, I see. Yeah. Slight this is difference. the thing. There's so many different scenarios and... It's, it's a tough one because I think I'd rather have Sterling than Bruno this week. Then City have got Norwich. But then I would rather have the double game week player. But then I'll just be thinking Bruno needs to become Salah. So then it becomes like all my transfers are, you know, Sterling to Bruno for a hit. And Bruno to Salah. Yeah. Probably for another hit. Yeah, that that's tougher. But I think like... In the case of City players, you are pr- very likely to end up, not very likely, but you might very well end up with zero minutes for your player against Norwich versus, say, 180 for Bruno. It could very well happen. I think something w- worries me with Sterling is 
Sterling obviously missed that huge chance um, in the first half in the in the last game, and then Pep subbed him quite early in the second half. And there's always yeah. that fear, isn't there, that Pep's gonna, you know, he's done it to Mares <laughs> before. Just, you know, he's an outcast for yeah. a few weeks or months. That's the reason to to stay away from City. It's uh, it's it's too it's too stressful, and it's it's not that many points in the end. You got a you got a couple of goals for Sterling if you had him for a Leicester game, but then it's mm-hmm. straight to zero minutes again the next game. Yeah, I, 90, I mean, 59. I, I, I think I agree with you that I wouldn't I wouldn't be bringing City players in on purpose, but I, I, they're so hard to sell. Um, this is why I think this is where they sting yeah. because they they can do quite well. Like Sterling's done okay, you know, since especially at Christmas, like you mentioned, but it's hard to know when to come yeah. off of them. Salah would be the perfect one to do it to, but we obviously don't know if he's going to get many minutes against Leicester. And um, there's still more Afcon games to go as well. So. <laughs> yeah, I think if, I think the Salah thing is, uh, given how the fixtures are, I think just waiting with Salah until game 26 seems to be pretty decent now because no one's going to captain him in 25. Uh, when United have the double game week and 26, of course, you have to have him, but. If I were Klopp now, I, I'd give well, both Salah and Mane a rest after Afcon. Give them a short holiday. Maris got his holiday after his mm. his uh, Afcon duty, and I think you're you're looking to uh, ahead of a tight schedule. You have the uh, Carabao final. You're still in the FA Cup, still in Champions League, still in the title race. At least they have hopes. So stressing Salah back in and not giving him any kind of break seems strange to me. So I wouldn't trust Salah for, for Leicester anyway. So that game, I would just try to ignore him. Uh, 25 is the double game hick. Easy ignore still if you have some sort of Bruno or something else in there. And then for 26, you need to have him for sure. But uh, yeah. I think yeah, you're right. No, I rush think... with, no rush with Salah and... Uh, uh, I understand your situation is pretty tricky as you don't have cash for Bruno, but I think like Bruno for Sterling, if you could do that, or I'm not, I think it's tricky with this third United spot because you need a captain. You need either Bruno or Ronaldo as your captain. Probably Ronaldo, even though that might be uh, a bit controversial <laughs> right now after the last double game week. Of but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got Ronaldo, so I'm, pretty happy you know captaining him if, if need be um yeah. for that for that double game week and i wouldn't even be scared of captaining sanchez or cucarella to be honest i know that might sound no, no, very no. very boring but I, yeah but i think everyone is going to have one united player in there i guess so, yeah some sort of united uh, either bruno or, or the gear you can probably captain the gear as well He'd be a good one. And I mean, in the last double, he was very, very close until Tony scored to getting, you know, a huge haul um, for people yeah, who, did, who yeah. did captain him. So, yeah, I'm not against captaining goalkeepers at all. De Gea does seem a bit more exciting. If you're going to captain a goalie, he seems a lot more exciting than captaining Sanchez um, for, for obvious yeah. reasons. Um, we had a question, actually, from Ginger Assassin. So you briefly mentioned you've got all of your chips. And he's asked, um, Stefan had interesting thoughts on chip strategy at Project Restart. So interested in how he plans to approach the forthcoming weirdness. So, I mean, you've touched on it a little bit, but do you have an idea of of your chip strategy? Uh, When we were anticipating a bigger double game week in 25 and maybe also even in 26, 
I was kind of looking at playing the wild card this game week, or maybe the next game week, a bit depending on circumstances, because I have a lot of dead weight in my team. I'm I'm not perfectly happy with Guaita, although he seems to have uh, retained his spot now. Michael Keane, the Everton whole Everton shenanigans, I went in too deep on them, and the reason to to do an earlier wild card is pretty simple. It's it's you buy players with more games to play than the other players because there are a lot of teams now that have a lot of games left to play. Burnley, Pope, for example, is a clear candidate for the for the the wild card, maybe combined with the Lawton or something. So I think those games need to be played some sometime. So you buy players from the teams that have a lot of doubles and you pretty much expect to get to play the bench boost in 36 or may, was it 37? That's going to be the huge double game week. One of those are going to be insanely insanely big double game weeks anyway, so you probably get away with a bench boost and no matter what team you have, uh, at least with a couple of hits. Uh, so I think the the risk of playing the wild card isn't that big, and in addition, a wild card now should be able to get you through game week 27. And 27 looks like a pretty clear free hit for everyone else right now. Pretty much everyone, I think. 27 will be uh, no Liverpool, no Arsenal, and no Chelsea, and no Leicester. Is that, I think is that, is the, that for everyone that's the, got both free hits? Yeah, I think it's pretty much for when I'm I'm looking at my team for 27, it it's as it has looked grim for grim for a while, mm. and Everton also has Manchester City that game week. It's uh, uh, if you owe Everton assets, they're pretty much worthless. Uh, Watford plays away to Man United for those who have King Dennis already, and Spurs has a great fixture against Leeds. Uh, that should be good. City players uh, against Everton, if you can pick three of them on the free hit, should be good. Southampton at home to Norwich. Get uh, Broha and Ward-Prowse and another defender maybe there. Uh, it, it it could be a decent amount of points to gain from a free hit in 27, where Salah and, uh, and um, Arsenal blank along with Chelsea and Leicester. I th- but I think it would be easier for you to free hit in that game week, you, you know, if you did wild card, you know, soon, because you've got both of your free hits. I feel like if yeah, I, but I, yeah, yeah, because I've only got, I've only got, I've got a wild card and I've got a free hit. And if I wild carded now, for example, or or next game week, and then free hitting twenty seven, I'd have to navigate the rest of the season with without oh, any oh, chips. No, you 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 misunderstood me. If you wild card now or in twenty five, you wild card a team that will stand through 27 without the free ah. hit. So you base a wild, a wild card now basically saves you a free hit, God, which yeah. you can no, use like in, a, like in, a, in a surprise double. So so you get the benefit of uh, you get the benefit of uh, playing the free hit in a random double gaming that you like or, or that your team isn't well set up for. And uh, so. I'm 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 not sure. I'm, I think maybe we have a little too less information that we didn't get uh, a big announcement in 25 or 26, which 26 could may happen, still happen of course, that we get announcement of a bigger double game week. But uh, I'm I'm not sure I have enough info just yet to do it. I would like to have more doubles announced so I could gain more from it also from the shorter term. 
with only United and Brighton doubling in 25, and I already have loads of money tied up in United. That seems to be pretty decent, but I think people shouldn't be too afraid to wildcard earlier now. I was against the wildcard a few weeks back because of the COVID situation and postponement situation, but that has changed now. Even with mo- even if you get more COVID cases, you um, you have the four COVID case rule for a postponement. So I expect fewer postponements. So I think there might be something to it. When would you bench boost? So obviously you would you play your wild card and and then bench boost? Um, would you use transfers to build up for it? Because something. So I've already used my bench boost, and part of my thinking was I wouldn't then have to worry about bench boost later in the season. The problem is because of the type of season it is, where we're going to have loads and loads of double game weeks. I almost and yeah. there could be COVID cases. I feel like I need a strong bench now anyway, which I didn't see coming at, at the start of the season. So I feel like I'm gonna sort of have a bench boost squad anyway, <clears throat> even though I can't bench boost. Yeah, I agree, and I think uh, maybe it hasn't been stated that much, but I think having 15 players that play are pretty much a must now. I think you can't really cheat with a Davis uh, in your front line or say uh, uh, at Simicast, Simicast, no one will block a Liverpool spot, but say uh, a Williams, like you brought up. I don't think you maybe could cheat cheat like that this season. So so the typical bench you will have, say say you, you bring in uh, Ben Davis on your, um, your uh, wildcard, and he's pretty good for a, for a bench boost in 37 or whatever it has because Spurs have more games left they should play one of those in the big double and he's 4.5 pretty good Matt Lauten another one he should be able to play in the, the double game week for a bench boost and I think pretty much as the games go along you get fewer and fewer game weeks and you look at the amount of games the teams have left to play and you just start buying those with the with the most games left to play Arsenal again, Ben White 4.4 million. There are lots of cheap players. Damara Gray on Everton 5.5. I think it's pretty pretty easy to to get decent players with double game weeks that who can also be good FPL picks. It's, so it's I funny. would I would wait I would I would wait with the bench boost anyway. If not if it falls perfect that gaming 26 will be a huge double. And you can wildcard 25, set yourself up for a huge bench boost 26. Go for it. Of course, go for it. But uh, if that doesn't happen or fall right, I, I wouldn't mind too much uh, just waiting with the bench boost then and, and play it in the in the big the big uh, double game week at the end of the season. It's very hard with with a bench boost. It's part of the reason I used it because you you can have a good bench. And it's so hard to not try and then use loads of transfers just ahead of the bench boost. You know, without meaning to, you're doing transfers for your worst possible players. Maybe it's just something that I do just so I have, you know, a good bench boost. And it's part of the reason I wanted to get yeah. rid of it. But it's funny you mentioned, actually, because you obviously said about having a play in 15 players. And I remember, you know, many months ago, I went for two playing goalkeepers, Goita and Sanchez. They're only 4.5 million each or 4.6 million now. And it felt like I was spending too much money on my goalies. And you've got the same combo, but now that feels cheap. People yeah. have got like David De Gea <laughs> yeah. and they've got Ramsdale, like combos. 
Um, yeah, I remember. I remember that I got criticism as well. But oh, are you insane? Are you going to leave that extra point point five on Guetta for the rest of the season? And the same guys that told me I was insane are now stuck there with Ramsdale and the Gea or something. <laughs> like they're, they're, load, they're loading up, and uh, the things have changed. I think yeah, things have definitely changed. It's, it's funny how it works out, and I've only just realised when, when, when you said that that it felt like spending too much. Now it feels like we're not spending enough. Like a lot of people are looking yeah. at Maurice <laughs> yeah. Ramsdale, you know, players like that. Um, but Hope, yeah, Hope should be the goalkeeper for the for the double game weeks. And uh, I think the one and only Fabio Borges uh, brought in Pope this game week, and of course Pope got his first double uh, double digit haul this season, but. Uh, He's definitely one to to look at. They still have four games that is postponed. Yeah, he's so, uh, been, yeah there's there's a lot of players I want um, at the moment, and it's why it is tempting to wildcard. But because, like I mentioned, I've only got the one free hit. I'm gonna have to tr- I'm gonna have to leave it. I need more information before I jump in and do that because there's there's options like I might you know, dead into the into the blank game week, um, and then, yeah, then wildcard out of it. Yeah, I think this game week is pretty much. Yeah. No need to wildcard this game. That seems silly. Just take a transfer for Alonso or the Chelsea defender or whatever. Just field 11 and get on with it. But next game, if we do have some... I think, wasn't there a strong rumor that Spurs would have a double game in 26? Yeah. I can see in Nikhil Tottenham's uh, yeah, overview that he has an 89% chance for a Tottenham double game week in 26. So if that happens... Things are starting to maybe look more like the wild card 26 or something. You can do whatever you want in 25 for a double. And you can bring in triple Spurs, triple Liverpool for 26. Or maybe not triple Liverpool, maybe double Liverpool or triple. Yeah, or triple Liverpool with with the ability to bench all of them in 27. And just feel this team of Spurs. And uh, I haven't looked... uh, too much into this, but uh, it's it's definitely is an option to to play the wild card earlier than later, especially if you can save yourself a free hit. For for those guys who have used one free hit, they have a tough dilemma with playing it in either 27 or 30. Yeah, see, I did what Fabio did. Um, I think Mikel did it as well. We free hit in that double. So while you've got all the Everton players, that was the week I went for nine. Yeah, yeah nine double game week players. And it went yeah. awful. Um, and mine went even yeah. worse than theirs because I went for Sterling over Salah as well. <laughs> so at least they got the goal there. So yeah, I'm go- I'm going to have to think a bit differently with my chip strategy. Um, but I don't hate it. I think it's going to be quite easy to navigate. And like you say, this game week coming up is pretty pretty straightforward for most managers, I'd imagine. I mean, even yeah, if you have you, to play King. Yeah, but you're more inclined to play the wild card to take care of 27 then. Or are you just going to ignore 27 and field fewer than 11 guys or something? 27 is not too bad for my team. So I've got I've got two Liverpool at the moment. So I'll probably have three. I'll almost certainly have three by then. And I've got Saka. I don't have like Ramsdale and White like a lot of, lot of teams have. So I, I yeah. think I can get through that game week. I mean, even if I have to play like King away at Man United, I, I don't mind that at all. Um, obviously, because he because he's on penalties and all that stuff, and probably by then I'll have got rid of the city players or some of the city players, so I won't have that you know the risk of rotation as much. And a couple of game weeks this season, I've not been doing many hits, and I've I've gone into games with you know ten players, and it's it's not been too bad. 
Um, but I, 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 I'm, I'm with you there, though. I do want a wild card sooner rather than later. I'm not going to leave it till like you know game week 35, 36, anything like that. It's going to be played soon. But no, I, need I think that's yeah, that's the main takeaway. Uh, you don't have to wait that long, and I think it's a mistake to wait that long this season with so yeah. many game, games postponed. Sometimes the get the games will have to be played at some point. Um, I think 31 maybe should be the latest 31, 32, because then you have the blank game week 30. You have a clear review of the FA Cup and the the the, the last teams that will get the extra doubles, and then you can just load up on all the teams that have the doubles and maybe we even get the whole schedule at some point they have to release everything right uh, they can't exactly. wait forever <laughs> you'd hope so and there are some nice fixture swings about then as well there's like chelsea for example obviously they've got three blanks in the next four but then they've got burnley newcastle norwich brentford southampton i mean i don't know which chelsea players i'd want um but you know they, they might be an option players like you know madison yeah. as well yeah, I think Leicester. Has, we 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 all gonna load up on Leicester sometime, but but I think that the thing is that's maybe keeping me away from playing the chips just yet are the fact that uh, we keep on seeing they're being projected more fixtures, extra fixtures than there actually is. Like I think uh, Ben Krellin has said that he expected more, both for this game week 24, more for 25. He expected things to be released for 26. Before that, he had expected bigger doubles, say Everton, uh, in my example. Uh, Was it 22 or something? The double-double thing. And all these things that are expected to happen don't seem to happen. So it's obvious that the guys uh, laying out the plans for the Premier League aren't really as keen as us on getting the doubles out of the way they they seem to be waiting i'm not sure what they're waiting for but they're waiting for something we do and it makes it so hard to plan i mean like like we mentioned it's just doing that transfer you know at the very very last minute at least there's a gap between deadlines now so we can actually think about it a little bit because before it felt like it was just making you know it's like playing speed fpl it was almost like playing championship manager you're just clicking through yeah you know, continue continue um yeah. <laughs> you know and just hoping to get lucky but feels like we can plan a bit yeah, more so hopefully within the next couple of weeks um we have- yeah but it, it might be it, it might be that to just wait with everything until the end of the season but then again they run the risk of games not being able to be played anytime so i'm not sure what they're doing and since I'm not sure what they are doing, I'm not sure I should play the chips just yet. But if they start to just fill up those d- double game weeks early on, I might just pull the trigger and play the wild card. And I think wild card is the first chip. And if I don't play it, free hitting 27 and 30, I think are the are pretty pretty standard to do if you have them both. The thing that worries me as someone who's used their bench boost is there's going to be some crazy thing at the end of the season with, you know, a huge, you know, <laughs> a double or a triple game week, something absolutely crazy. And I'd be that would ruin my entire season at the, la- at the last hurdle. But yeah, I, mean, I, did, I did check it. And 36 seems to be like the, the huge double. Yeah, I've, I've seen rumours. And again, there are only rumours. There are situations where Leicester, because they're still in Europe, could get like triple game weeks. Um, and yeah. it, it would be nice to know, obviously, before we use all of our chips, because, I mean, if Leicester had a triple, 
maybe someone like Schmeichel could be a triple captain candidate. I don't know if that's a bit too crazy. I don't know what the... Oh, oh, oh I think triple captain is... If Liverpool gets a double in 26, I think triple captain Salah is pretty much what you should do anyways. Salah will have... Yeah, he will have a double game week, mm. uh, including Leeds, Leeds at home. So I think, think you should... You're pretty wild if you do anything else than a triple captain. I don't think Michael in his triple game we can even reach uh, Salah's numbers with leads in there. Okay, that was going to be my next question. If if hypothetically yeah. you knew there was a triple game, you'll still go still go for Salah. Yeah, Salah in the double with leads at home included seems a very good bet. Yeah, I, no, I probably I probably do agree with that. It's just I'd like to know what all the fixtures look like before yeah. <laughs> making the decision. Yeah. But I guess I'll just follow. You know, I'd, I'd, a double with Salah, I'd, I'd have to do it. That that could yeah, end the season so. as well. If I, if, if I didn't go for that, <laughs> yeah. um, nothing so, nothing really ends the season. People didn't stop playing, and the season is isn't ended, even though they didn't have Salah captain against United or didn't have Bruno captain against uh, in the in the double game week. These things happen. I didn't have James for his 50 points in four game week or something, and I'm I'm still alive. <laughs> Do you know I'm what? Breathing. <laughs> so. you, you know, we mentioned I was talking to you about wild cards, and you know, you were, honestly, it was brilliant. And the only real change, I, difference I had from your team was I had Reese James just randomly, and I admit it was very lucky. Yeah. I never never expected <laughs> yeah. that run that he went on. I mean, it was yeah. looking like if Chelsea got a double game week at any point, I was thinking, oh, Reese James would be the obvious captain at that point. Um. <laughs> yeah, and they even scored. Did they score two goals against Juventus, or a goal and an yeah. assist or something against Juventus? It's got a brace uh, against Newcastle brought, as well. <laughs> yeah, and I brought him in and brought him in, and he got like a few points in six game weeks, like five points in six game weeks or something. I think at one it was, point uh, it was one point in four games or. Something, something like honestly rid- yeah. ridiculous. But regression to the mean in a nutshell. Yeah, that really. It's important to, to to yeah, it's important to remember these things because the next time someone goes off, it's not like maybe I to stress too much to get them in because it's not like it's like it's a bit like the Gea now. He could hold the last double game week and he could um he had some holes and he he looks to be able to get ten points in pretty much every game. But but then again, every game aren't gonna look exactly like that. So I think I would I would stress I'm I'm with you and I'm not gonna touch my goalkeepers as long as they're playing and they have double game weeks. Uh, Sanchez has a double game week. The Gea has a double game week. It doesn't have to be the Gea gets ten more points each and every time. I think we're we're um, we're uh, more fearful than anything when uh, judging these kind of decisions. Goalkeepers are pretty much very close in expected points all the time because they it's it's pretty random there, w- there was a period in the season i was wavering on that though because i had i had i've had sanchez like the whole season and there was a time where ramsdale was outscoring him you know every single week and i was getting small green arrows that would have been huge green arrows if i had ramsdale because it was you yeah. know 10 points against one point just just for a goalie but it started to even out a little bit i know he just Ramsdale has just got these two bonus points in you know <laughs> out out of nowhere in the in the last game, but it does yeah, even yeah. out and it and it was hard to not just change my goalkeeper when that was happening. Yeah, but but who is why why isn't anyone buying Saar at Wolves? He was 
he was the first hype this season. And then people just stopped buying him because they bought Ramsdale. And then there was De Gea. And what's next? If you had Saar the whole time, brought him in on the early wildcard and kept him, he would have had the most points for a goalkeeper this season. Yeah, and Pope so I think, as yeah. well. Pope will probably be the next one. And Pope. Yeah, yeah, Pope might be the next one. And at least Pope has four games in hand. So he, he seems like a rational choice as well. But I'm not sure chasing the the last goalkeeper points are unnecessarily that good. I see De Gea has five, two, three, four, four, six. It's good. But I think a lot of goalkeepers can match that. And pretty much every goalkeeper can get this hole. Uh, Sanchez can get 10 points a game. Yeah, well. I mean, he, Sanchez did manage nine points against Brentford, um, just out of nowhere. So yeah, he did actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that he was quite actually. nice actually. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got a question um, from Mark, um, but it's about Liverpool. Um, so he's asking, Jota is the highest owned midfielder in FPL. Is it safe to remove him for Salah before the Leicester game? So I mean, we've covered we've covered Salah, and obviously we said it's probably best to wait a couple of game weeks. But do, I mean, do you have a plan yeah, for Jota? Yeah, I think. Uh, I think I'd rather captain Jota this game week against Leicester rather than selling oh, wow. him. I think he's still... Uh, yeah, oh, wow. But who, who are you going to captain? Bowen, maybe? Bowen? Yeah, I hadn't actually thought Ronaldo. about Jota as a captain. I put it on a, Bowen a, at the moment. It's a, yeah, you can make a case for Bowen or the United guys or Jota, I think. it's. A, I don't think Jota will be benched. He, he needs to play. He is a good player. Trent took yeah. captain, of course, if you want to do it. But uh, I still think uh, I'm I'm not sure if Klopp will give Salah and Mane a vacation or some sort of break after the uh, Afcons or Afcon. Um, but I do think that the new acquisition Luis Diaz uh, might not go in and steal a lot of minutes for Jota. I, I, I don't think so short term. Maybe he will play a bit, the Luis Diaz, if he, uh, Salah gets a rest. But I think Jota is pretty much central um, when uh, Salah and aren't 100%. And I don't think they will be in time for, for Leicester. They might be in the squad or something, but I guess they both play on the 6th. That's four days ahead of the Liverpool-Leicester fixture. So I think, uh, I think Salah is a... Jota is a pretty good bet and then maybe later on you could maybe sell him but I have looked at it and I would much more sell a guy like Bruno Fernandes of course or I will sell a guy like Gray uh, Martinelli Uh, I wouldn't sell Rafinha I wouldn't sell Bowen just yet but there will come a time where we're all going to sell Bowen because he's out of double game weeks and a lot of other players have double game weeks but I think for now, Jota stays. It's it's interesting, actually, because I, obviously I set my bus team, um, you know, the Friday night of the last deadline, whenever that was, two, two weeks ago. Um, and I've just realised how much has actually changed since I you know, I put it on Bowen just temporarily. Because like you mentioned, we don't know if Salah or Mane are even going to play, which then means makes Jota a guaranteed starter. And also, I guess Bowen's now against a Watford team. We've got a new manager. So if you, you yeah, know, yeah. if you... If you read into, you know, the new manager bounces, etc. Yeah, yeah, one thing's for sure. I I do want to get back to captaining Salah each and every game week because Mm. the the decision between Jota, Bowen, United, whatever, it's ah, it it can be very annoying (laughs) to get these things wrong. 
it's, it's it's pretty much you can toss a coin. It doesn't matter really in the long longer run who your captain this game week because they all look pretty similar. So captain the one you like and hope for hope to get lucky, I guess. But uh, Jota stays and he has a couple of double game weeks as well. And I would like to see him actually being dropped or actually having very much reduced minutes before I would sell him. It's much easier to to sell other guys so far. And uh, so, so my plan for now, and I'm thinking that maybe Spurs get a double game week in 26. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to 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 bring Kane in for Ronaldo. I think Kane is looking uh, on a positive tra- trajectory. He's looking to. I think he's becoming his old self almost. <laughs> he's he's getting there. So I think uh, Kane uh, Kane is a good option. After United have had their double game week in 25, so Kane to uh, Ronaldo to Kane seems pretty pretty okay, I think, if they get yeah. their double. I like that, and it's actually one of the reasons. So when I was bringing in Dennis last week, I was actually thinking, do I just replace Ronaldo so I can get um, I can get Salah back easily after you know this game week? But I did like having yeah. Ronaldo as that Kane placeholder. I don't know if I'll do it, but, you know, just just in case. I've actually, so this season I've started trying to, I'm not playing completely different, but, you know, I've looked at managers like yourself and you always tended to go for players like Son. It's just something I noticed. Maybe it's not the case. And I always went for players like Kane. So I've, I've started going for players like Son instead of Kane. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've looked at like Mikel's algorithm. I've looked at FPL review and they always rate, you know, Son, Son quite highly as well. So, Something I've tried, you know, I've got a bit lucky going Son over Kane. So, I mean, would you not go for Son at all then, if you, if you went for Kane? <clears throat> well, in my case, it's uh, I, I made a mistake, and uh, I, I should say in Norway at least, I, I made the bed, and now I have to lie in it. Yeah, that means I <laughs> I had a I had a bunch of money in the bank. I shouldn't have uh, taken a hit for Ronaldo. That was a mistake, and. But I did the mistake, and now I have Ronaldo. I have the money up front. There's too many transfers to jiggle them around and get them into midfield again. So I think that's why I'm leaning Kane. And in addition to that, I I sort of like, objectively speaking, or maybe there's some bias in there, but I do like what I'm seeing from Kane lately. And I Mm. think in the Conte system, I think Kane is maybe more the main man than, than Son. And Son has ticked along... Nicely, but he's a bit more peripheral, I think. Maybe even more so now than before. So I'm not sure, but I think before the when a wild card, it will be a different story. But until then, I think switching Ronaldo, who doesn't look good at all after double game week, to Kane, who I sort of like, um, and is coming, looking better each game. I do think that switch is okay, but I wouldn't stress switching the money from midfield to to the forward position again. I still think that cheap forwards, three of them, is the best way to go. But then the double game weeks maybe mix it up because it feels sort of safer with Kane captain than Son captain in a big double game week, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I always like my captain, or I liked my captain to have penalties. Obviously, despite what happened yeah. with Salah missing, and we've had Calvert Lewin miss as well um, in recent weeks. But I do like yeah. having having the penalty taker. So I think that's why I, in the past I've gone for Kane more. And I think like you, um, I'll, I'd want to get rid of Ronaldo. So I'll probably have to go down the Kane route as well, especially if Spurs get that double game week. Just out of interest, yeah. not to go on too much of a tangent, but 
So you're, you've obviously got Bruno and Ronaldo. So when it comes to the double, would you be looking to captain Bruno or Ronaldo? Yeah, I think I'll captain Ronaldo. I think I've mentioned mm. it before. I think just because of the penalties and because yeah. you, you, what has happened has happened. The, the two strikes for Bruno against Villa, sort of. Ah, that those won't happen again. And he's looking he's been looking better. So I will be happy to own Bruno, but a fit Ronaldo, I think I just have to close my eyes and do it again and hope for hope for a better result this time. And just hope but he scores th- a then, couple of penalties. But, but, yeah, but after that double game week, I will use my own judgment again and say, look at this. United they attack. They aren't good at attack. Ronaldo is not showing anything. He's not showing the positive attitude. He's he's just he's a grumpy old man out there most of the time. He doesn't produce. So then I can use that side and say, okay, no, there's no double gimmick. I can get rid of the players I don't like, and Ronaldo will be one of the first out, I think. Yeah, and even his last couple of returns, and there haven't been many recently, it, there's been elements of luck because I had him as captain against Burnley. I mean, the assist he yeah. got that McTominay scored you know he didn't mean that at all McTominay just stole the ball off him <laughs> and scored that was an assist and yeah, then yeah. Norwich um yeah. that, you know that was quite fortunate as well uh, uh, been awful <laughs> yeah and the goal um the goal against Burnley as well was the McTominay shot and it was saved enough to to go to the in the crossbar or something and then it landed at Ronaldo's feet and of course Ronaldo is where he's supposed to be so that goal is deserved so, somehow but there's not much in the United attack that makes it doesn't look like he will score goals, and he can of course get a fluky goal here and there. But as long as it doesn't look like they will score score a lot of goals, I'm not sure I'm interested. But that can of course change. But I, th- I think he's uh, I'm annoyed with Ronaldo. I'm annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> really. like, like you said though, the phrase you know we've made our bed so we lie in it. That's kind of that's kind of where yeah. we are now. So we're probably going to yeah. end up captaining next week. Um, and just yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Let's let's just <laughs> he, he, we might get lucky. He might get lucky, and he he's not terrible, of course. He's, he's not terrible, and it's one penalty and nine points with a bonus, and you're you're saved. It that that can easily happen during two games of football. It's very true, and he probably will get the bonus because he's not getting any big chances, so he can't miss them. So. Yeah, he's not he's not doing anything. No. <laughs> he's barely touching the ball, so he can't, exactly. so, yeah. he can't get negative BPS for anything. <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we could use that as a positive for for Ronaldo as as owners. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it's, a, it's the Wardy thing. Wardy has nine <laughs> touches in the game. <laughs> yeah when you when you go on the sofa score app it just says low player involvement when you click on the name um, yeah, until yeah. about the 80th minute yeah. um yeah yeah so we've touched on our transfers a bit but i guess to wrap things up if we go through you know what our transfers will be it sounds like they're going to be quite similar so both of us have only got two playing defenders this this week is that right unless livermento no, i i have a hope with keen oh of course keen again yeah against Newcastle. Might play again now yeah, he might play, but I'm 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 not sure I will get uh, confirmation I need to save the transfer. So I think I need to transfer Alonso out, and I will transfer Alonso out so I have uh, money for Bruno to Salah in one free transfer, because even though it's two game weeks to we need to get Salah back, I think having that option with one free transfer is something I really should have and not plan too much around it because things will happen. They always happen. So. 
I would, I would like to have that option. So someone from 5-1, like Digne or Luca Dean, or uh, however you pronounce it. Uh, that's my maximum. So Dean, Tellus, Dalo. I'm not sure. The United guys, I think James made a good argument for the United guys. I'm not sure I can get more than one game out of them. No, it, it does feel like a transfer waiting to happen. But I've kind of got that feeling with, with Dean as well. Like I feel like I'd keep him for a while and he will have doubles. But I think it's where he fits in with the team because I'll have Trent and Cancelo and I've got Cucurella already. Yep. So unless I go back to a back four, but it's not the most inspiring back four, even though it costs quite a lot of money because um, I want to play five midfielders. So I guess I could look at a four five one with players like you know King King on the bench. But maybe I don't need to think about future yeah. direction too much. Like, it's quite fluid, isn't it? We can just change formations depending on who gets doubles and who doesn't. Yeah, I think so. Uh, as long as you have players that play, that should be, you should be fine. But uh, I'm not sure. And, and given this week, if uh, Fambisaka and Shaw is back and fit and Ragnit says they are good to go, are we even sure... 100% sure that we will get the Burnley game out of the defender. See, this is why I'm going to pick for the... Lindelof is back as well. Maguire was benched or he was benched. He wasn't. He was dropped. He wasn't injured or something. He was dropped because Lindelof and Varane had played well. See, I was thinking I'd need to get... So Varane was the only one I'm actually considering because I thought he was nailed. Um, obviously, you've got me a little bit worried about that now. And he is boring. Like, I wouldn't he, he want to keep can, him. He can, he can be. Yeah, uh, maybe Varane is the safest bet to, to get the minutes. I think that might be true. But he's he's been injured quite a while this season, though. Yeah, I'm not sure he's, he's, how he's important not, that yeah. is. He's not a long-term pick either. Like, I'd want to get him out pretty quickly, uh, you know, after the double. But I'd also not forgive myself. It's probably the trap I fell in with into with Dennis, where, you know, if Man United yeah. did keep two clean sheets, I mean, it, it probably won't happen, but it could happen. And, you know, I get a red arrow because of it. I'm going to feel like a bit of an idiot if I've gone for, I don't know, Luca Dean or, or Brandon Williams or, you know, or similar. Yeah. But for so, long term, uh, uh, Brandon Williams would make more sense for me because, you know, I getting in Varane, it's probably going to be a transfer in and then a... I'm going to move him on after a couple of weeks. Where at least Williams, he could sit as that 15th man. He's better than, you mentioned Keenan Davis, you know, who's obviously not not even in the Premier League anymore. But, you know, someone <laughs> like him, he's not going to play. At least Williams could get me like a one-pointer or something. Yeah. But I, I do, I, the point that uh, uh, Varane is a, is a transfer waiting to happen, and I think that's mm. the case against the United defenders, because I think the player you're transferring now will have to stay until the wild card. I think that's just a given. You you can't spend any more free transfers on the defenders. That doesn't make any sense at all. So so that is the thing that is the thing with Varane. If you buy him or any other United defender, you have a bagged fixture in twenty six, uh, okay twenty seven, but bad again in twenty eight and twenty nine. Whereas See, a guy like Digne has has better fixtures. This is where I feel the game's a little bit different as it or i've been playing differently because i've been happy playing you know if i have to play four or five at the back so i guess it would depend on who gets a double you know ahead of wild card because yeah, yeah i haven't got a spurs defender for example so if spurs suddenly got a double maybe i could look at someone like region or you know or similar um and it would be quite an easy swap like a lot of double game week defenders historically have done quite quite well yeah they have but again 
How sure are we? Conte is he he's mm. rotating a, a lot, especially on the wingbacks. I think for sure, Spurs you have to go with some someone like Davis. The, the Maybe even higher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're probably you're probably <laughs> right. Like, and they're boring. They're like Varane, but cheaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's better to have those kind of players. And Varane is a very expensive Davis. Yeah, <laughs> so no, it's true. Though. It's very true. Davis is uh, he's he's uh, he's a bit up uh, in attack. Baran, I guess he can score a goal from a corner or something. But United scored their first goal on a set piece this last few game weeks. I think Bruno's goal was a set piece goal, although it was sh- yeah so, something. United haven't been very threatening on the set pieces. So so maybe maybe very being too blind again on the double game week regarding to United defenders. I'm not sure. You're probably right be, about the price of them as well. Because even with when I bought Cucurella in, like the, it's a shame they're not nailed players who are cheaper. Like, it's why I kind of like Webster, because you can get them in and then they just rot on your bench until, until your wild card. I guess Varane yeah. isn't that. I think, I think, uh, no, but I think Cucurella is good. Uh, I think he's, uh, he's playing everything, has less competition, looks to be fit. He, uh, I like him. I think you made a good transfer there. Yeah, I like him. I guess it's just down the line when I start benching him. If I start benching him, which I probably will, then he's a bit expensive to to bench. Yeah. But um, I guess the final thing would be our be our captains. Now, obviously, you mentioned mentioned Jota. I was going to ask actually, do his minutes not worry you? So he he still gets subbed off quite a lot, doesn't he? Mm, He's played eighty one and ninety. And the two games with Salah and Mane away. I guess that's not too bad, actually, subbed. missing nine minutes. <laughs> no, and he got subbed against Chelsea away, where I think he was one of the better players for Liverpool. And then he had three 90 minutes before that again, and that was when Firmino was out. But I think Firmino hasn't been good at all, and he, I would be surprised if he comes in and steals a lot of minutes. And let, Let's see what Klopp says uh, with regards to... Um, Salah and Mane. If we even get a press conference ahead of the deadline, that's very true. We might not even get that. Yeah, maybe that's not enough doubt to um, to pick Bowen. I'm not sure. I think it's fine. Bowen, Bowen, Bruno, Ronaldo, Jota, pick whoever you like. Trent in there. Yeah, Trent as well. Pick him if you like. Yeah. I was even thinking I might look at you know when Emma tweets out the Man City team. Because yeah, yeah. there's going to be a cup game in between as well. If you know, if some something's overwhelmingly positive, I I could risk you know Sterling, Foden, or Cancelo as well. Home to Brentford, it's yeah. risky. Yeah, it, it it might work. Yeah, <clears throat> it feels like a week where we could potentially uh, something might change in the meantime, and then everyone captains the same player, like that's happened a lot this season. But it feels like quite an open week <laughs> where you could maybe captain yeah. anyone. I think Cancelo is also pretty fine. So it's basically pick your guy, hope to be lucky, and don't regret the out, outcome because you can't control the outcome. There's five guys maybe who's expected to do just as well. You can only pick one. Some will get lucky, some won't. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, soon we'll be able to just captain Salah every week again. Hopefully, well, apart from the doubles. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think this this is kind of a week there where you you think captain picks are difficult you think it's ah it's so tough to choose which one when in reality it doesn't matter who you pick 
Whereas you have big trouble when you're heading into a double game week and you don't have the even own the player who has like two points more projected than any other. That's where you need to worry about the captains when you don't have the have any good captain or the best captain that everyone else will captain. So that's the worry. This week shouldn't be a worry. Just pick pick whatever. Just pick and yeah, like you say, hope, hope to get lucky. Um yeah. I'm a bit scarred after all... going for Antonio captain and going for Ronaldo captain when other people, you know, on the, on the right side of it. Um, but yeah, I don't yeah. regret them too much. You know, Antonio was beaten Bowen until the second game. <laughs> yeah, I think Antonio was pretty fine. Unlucky. Yeah. But... but he didn't look that involved. And of course, you could see that his trajectory was looking down, whereas Bowen was looking up when you used the, the, the plain old eyes and <laughs> what you see yourself. And of course, the Ronaldo situation, there was very much signs that he was injured. And I saw some United guys I know, which I unfortunately don't have the information to, but I saw some of them. They're not good at FPL, but they had Cavani in their wildcard team and stuff. So there was someone who knew about Ronaldo. There was quite probably a bunch of guys who knew that he was out. So there, there was some smoke there. And no smoke without fire. So um, I regret that one, but uh, the Bowen Antonio one. Meh. Yeah, the, I mean, the biggest advantage someone can have in FPL right now, or, you know, it's just having it. If someone has insider information, they they can get, you know, that's where the yeah. real advantages are. With all, You know, with all these algorithms and stuff floating around, um, actually yeah. knowing the team news is probably the biggest thing. And that's why I quite like Emma's Man City predicted lineups. Yeah. Like, they're not obviously 100% exact and she never claims they are but they you know they've been pretty accurate and luke um disable he's he's been predicting them as well he's doing pretty well at that so trying to pay more attention to city but i'm also i'm kind of looking forward to being off them um after after the yeah. good pictures are gone because it's not nice waiting for those i've been shoots. i've been on city too much and uh, it's, I, I miss too much there's too many transfers too many benchings too many injuries it's, it hasn't been worth it for me. So go no, back it's... to getting the boring guys to play is 90. But but this week, each one of five, six players doesn't matter. But if you were captain one now, would it would it be Jota? If you had to set it now, would it be Jota? If I have a stroke today, it's on Jota. So yeah, or, or I get hit by a bus. <laughs> yeah. and, and mine's on it's, Bowen, it's but... Jota. I actually think I'd probably, if I had to pick it today, I'd probably go for Trent or Cancelo. It seems a bit more, they're both nailed. Um, I don't know what, I yeah. haven't got anything against Bowen. I just don't know. It doesn't feel right captaining them, but I don't know why. You know, outside of outside of a double against, a, you know, a team with a new manager. Um, although Watford are still awful. So maybe maybe that would make the most sense. Um, but I mean, is there anything we've not covered? This this. Now, this is a game week where you should do a random number generator on, on <laughs> Google and just blame the random number generator because you don't have to blame yourself and lie there sleepless because you will be you will think about Cancelo, Trent, Chota, Bowen, Bruno, Ronaldo. You will pick one, but you have thought about everyone else and you will think, ah, why didn't I? do that that's the problem isn't it you look back and say oh i had him on captain between 10 a.m and you know 10 30 and then i changed my <laughs> yeah, mind to this yeah. player and yeah maybe a random it's sort of how my brain works though with the random number generator when when it's a close captaincy it changes every you know 20 minutes and it just depends when the deadline is you know always yeah. that impulse <laughs> at that moment 
Yeah, but you will blame yourself. That's the problem with uh, with Google. You won't blame yourself. That's true. Well, I'll just blame Google. <laughs> you, you, blame them. Yeah. <laughs> blame them for everything. But um, yeah, that's brilliant, yeah. Stefan. I mean, is there anything else you wanted to to cover before we wrap up? No, I think it's fine. I think there's yeah. rambled on a bit about everything and things we know about, things we don't know about. And it, of course, it's a lot of uncertainty still. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. hard right now trying to navigate it. So, no, that's that's been really helpful, even like for me, honestly. Um, I've made a couple of decisions or I feel clear about a couple of decisions until stuff changes. Probably 10 minutes after we release the pod, something will happen um, yeah. <laughs> and everything but, will be all uh, up in smoke. For my part, I'm trying to stress down and play the long play the long game again. I've been too stressed out with the short-term games and the double game weeks and doing too much crazy stuff right up until the deadline. So my goal from now until the end of my FPL career is to take it easy, relax, don't freak out as much and don't feel the FOMO. The FOMO will get you. The FOMO has got me. <laughs> it's almost like we've we've changed. So in the last, right, in the, you won't believe this, in the last 16 game weeks, I've done two hits. Which doesn't yeah. sound like me, does <laughs> I've it? I've done a lot more. I've done a lot more. It's almost, it's almost uh, like we swapped how we play. Yeah, we, we have. We have. And, and your approach is working better than mine, love and behold. I think that's pretty pretty obvious that I, I know I'm making mistakes here and I just need to stop doing them, making well, I, them. So. I think because, I mean, I'm on three red arrows in a row now, but because I had so many greens in a row, um, I think in 10, 11 game weeks, I had like you know nine green arrows. I think it is easier yeah. just to not panic and just do, you know, one transfer at a time. Um, but, you know, when, I, when I've had bad luck in the past and, you know, big red arrows, I've started doing, you know, well, you know me, I've done minus 12s and a minus eight the next week and yeah, just, just get completely off course. And then by then I just completely mess up. So yeah. hopefully I've stopped doing that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hit junkie because I'm, when I do the first hit, I'm I'm done for. So the, the, last year I did the first hit like very late on in the season, like game week 20, was it 28, 30, whatever, very late. But then I took a few hits. So this season, <laughs> Ronaldo game week four, first hit, and after that the hits are just flying because uh, addictive. I, I'm addicted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so funny. You used to talk me out of them. I used to go on the surgery yeah. slack and be like, I'm going to do this minus 12 this week, and you'll be like. You don't need to do any of those transfers, just roll. And then I'd normally oh, think yeah. about it, maybe just do a minus four instead of a minus 12. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's brilliant. No, yeah, I promise to go back to it myself. I'm going to play like you now, Rich. That's yeah, it. no hits. <laughs> but then you've seen the state of my yeah. team. So <laughs> that's the downside <laughs> of not doing hits. <laughs> but no, thank, thank you for coming on. And I guess we, you've just got one more thing to say. Up the pod. Up the pod. So we we non-videoing? Um, yeah, we can do. I don't mind. It's you with the bad internet, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would think I'll prefer that just in case. Yeah, All right. Because it might slow down for me. Plus, yeah. I always wonder why. Uh, I, have a gr- I have a great internet. <laughs> it's <What>? not. <laughs> Norwegians. 
It's always James that wants the camera off, and I don't know why, but it improves audio quality apparently. <laughs> I'm starting to doubt yeah, it, this. It did, it, it did, it did like in 2017 or something, and then the, <laughs> and like, ah, never forget audio quality. <laughs>